Hello, this is a special series of mini-sodes I'm doing to help you get started on your home design. These short episodes will help you with the five steps that you need to take before you begin your home design. And this is the fourth of our five steps, and this mini-sode is called Connection. Be sure to download a free PDF transcript of this and the other four mini-sodes that are part of this series by heading to www.uncoverarchitect.com forward slash five steps. That's the number five, S-T-E-P-S. You'll also be able to access some additional resources and helpful links for your home design that I have included there. Now, let's dive in. If we haven't met before, I'm Amelia Lee. Based in Northern New South Wales, Australia, I'm a wife, a mum, an architect, and I've worked in the architectural industry for over 27 years now. Having worked on over 250 projects, mainly residential family homes, as well as significantly renovating three homes of my own with my hubby, whilst our three kids were babies, toddlers, and even older, I have both a personal and professional understanding of the joy, challenges, stresses, and excitement of making your family home a reality. In mid-2014, I started Undercover Architect. It's an online business to help and teach homeowners like you how to get it right when designing, building and renovating your family home. Undercover Architect is all about giving you access to the industry knowledge and insights you need to avoid the mistakes and dramas that can cost you thousands, tens of thousands and even hundreds of thousands of dollars. And it's about levelling the playing field so that the world of renovating and building doesn't seem so mysterious and you can be the active driver in making your project a reality. I truly believe that you unlock what is possible for your future home. When you know the questions to ask, the steps to take and the best way to create a home that works, feels great and that you feel great in, you can enjoy the process of building and renovating as well as the home that you move into at the end of this ambitious journey. Consider Undercover Architect your secret ally, whoever you're working with and whatever your dreams, your location or your budget. Perhaps you've already started your home design process like this. You've downloaded a floor planning app or you've got out some paper and you've started drawing rectangles and squares and trying to arrange them on a page. Many homeowners start their home design process this way and sometimes I've even seen homeowners cut out the shapes that they want their various rooms and spaces to be and then they physically push those pieces of paper around on the page, adding hallways and other spaces to make the floor plan into a whole home. Now there's a few challenges to contend with if you begin your home design in this way and it's why I'm taking you through these five steps in this mini-sode series so that you can, you've got some better places to start before you begin your home design. What you'll quickly learn as you move through your design, renovation and building process is that you'll constantly be ordering your priorities. It's pretty impossible to have everything you want as you go about your home design. And as I've said before, if even if you have all the money in the world, you still have to build on a site which has physical and planning constraints. So creating a perfect home design actually becomes an exercise in learning what your priorities actually are and then creating a home design that protects them in the order of importance. You'll also find that in any project, you're going to be making thousands and thousands of decisions. And so thinking about and knowing your priorities, that can be incredibly helpful for your decision making as well. In this mini-sode, I want to share some more ways that you can simplify your home design options by understanding more about how you want to live in your future home. Doing this work of understanding connection before you design your home, it'll actually enable you to put that jigsaw puzzle together a lot more easily so that resolving your home design actually becomes a process of making the most logical choice for you and it enables you to make those choices in a more confident way. 
Now, before I dive into helping you with this next step and what to do before you begin your home design, let me remind you I'm hosting a free live online workshop later this month. In it, I'll be sharing the four factors that can make or break your project. This is a fantastic way to learn about the key things to focus on that are going to help you make your project a success and the home that you create, one that works for you and your family. So if you're listening to this podcast around the time of its release, then be sure to head to undercoverarchitect.com forward slash workshop. You can join me and you can learn loads about what will actually help you get it right in your reno or new home. Now, I've got three tips to help you with connection for your home design. Tip number one to create connection is functionality. In the 1920s, French architect Le Corbusier famously said that a house is a machine for living in. He rejected decoration and ornamentation, which had been prevalent in architecture up to that time and preferred a much more sleek and minimalist design approach. Your home being a machine to live in, that may seem a bit extreme to you. It may also seem, you know, cold-hearted and detached from the whole idea of home that many of us actually have. However, even with the strongest emotional attachment and the memories binding us to a home, if it doesn't work on a daily basis to support our lives and our lifestyles, it's going to frustrate us no end. And in fact, ensuring that the home does work will enhance and improve our lives in it and free us up to enjoy our home lives even more. One of the best things you can do before you begin your home design is to assess how you want your future home to work for you. Now, remember in minisode number two, I talked about collect and being a design detective. This is where you can find a lot of great intel for the functionality of your home. Now, whilst you're collecting those ideas about your everyday activities, what works and what doesn't, assess how the connections between rooms and spaces would best work to support functionality in your future home. For example, how far away do you want to be Uh, Do you want your kitchen to be from your garage when you bring your shopping home? Do you want your laundry to be near your kitchen or your bedrooms or your garage? Do you want your second living space to be closely connected with your primary living space or very separate from it? Do you want your kids' bedrooms to be associated with your main bedroom or to be kept away from it? As you review the way connection can support functionality in your future home, don't only focus on the physical connection. Think about the other senses as well. Where will visual connection and audio connection support functionality? Where will preventing visual and audio connection also support functionality because it maintains much needed visual and acoustic privacy? As an example, where parts of the home need to be shielded from a noisy living room space or someone using the bathroom or the garage door opening and closing or perhaps noise from the street or the neighbours or Do you and your partner go to bed or wake up at different times? And so shielding the bedroom from lights and noise in the ensuite and the walk-in robe would be helpful so that one of you can keep sleeping whilst the other is arriving or leaving at different times. Review the connection that you want to promote or avoid between spaces and rooms in your home and the types of connections you want to consider so as you can support that functionality in your future home. Now, you can literally do this as a written exercise in a notebook without using any floor planning information. And it's really powerful determining the types of relationships you want to create between the rooms and the spaces of your future home. You'll come to realise what an intricate web of relationships a home actually is. And very quickly, you'll see what that means for how spaces and rooms need to be arranged to best suit your lifestyle. Tip number two to create connection is indoor-outdoor. Creating a strong connection between indoor and outdoor in our home can be amazing for a few reasons. Firstly, it's a brilliant way to ensure that our home has access to natural light and ventilation. 
This can capitalise on freely available and natural assets to improve the comfort and the feel of your home. Secondly, it's a great way to improve the sense of spaciousness of any home. If you're seeking to create a smaller or more compact home due to your budget, the constraints of your site, or because you feel it's the more sustainable option, then creating strong indoor-outdoor connections is a fantastic way to borrow space from beyond the walls of your home and enlarge how your interiors feel and how large your home feels overall. Thirdly, a strong indoor-outdoor connection, especially when looking out to nature, natural elements and green space, that provides a connection with the natural environment, which has proven to support and improve our health and well-being. There's been many studies to demonstrate this, including studies of hospital patients undergoing similar surgeries to compare their recovery rates between those that had a view of trees and parkland versus those that had a view of a brick wall. Research showed that those patients with a natural outlook actually had shorter stays more positive nurses' notes and lower needs for pain medication than those with the view of a brick wall. Biophilic design, which brings us in close connection to nature through both indoor and outdoor design choices, really emphasises how valuable this connection can be for our well-being overall. Now, if you're doing the exercises covered in previous minisodes, you're going to be learning a lot more about yourself, your site, and paying attention to your surroundings, potentially in really new ways, all to inform your future home design. As part of this, consider the types of connection you want to create between the indoor and outdoor spaces of your future home. Don't fall into the trap of thinking, let's open up everywhere, let's have loads of glass and big sliding doors and just blend the interior into the exterior. Because in doing so, you can cut so many holes in your home that it makes it challenging and expensive to structurally design and also challenging thermally to heat and cool. Plus, it can diminish the sense of intimacy and privacy in your home. Instead, think intentionally about these indoor-outdoor connections and where and how you would like them to be. Combine that with considering the relationship between spaces and rooms to support functionality. Note all of it down. And that leads me on to my next tip. Tip number three to create connection is overall layout. Now, as you're considering the connection for functionality and the way you want to create indoor and outdoor connection in your home, you'll start to see how the spaces and rooms in your home can best be combined to support the future lifestyle you wish to create in and beyond your home. And the more you think about this, the more you'll see what spaces and rooms you really want to include and those that possibly aren't required or maybe nice to have but not essential. You're going to be learning more about what's really important to you and what your priorities are and the way your home will best support you. Don't feel you have to solve this all as a floor plan, okay? Whether you plan to work with a designer, architect or do your home design yourself, I'd still encourage you to wait a little while before doing your floor plan because once you start playing with all the rectangles and squares, you'll naturally be focused on arranging shapes rather than staying big picture about the needs and wants of your lifestyle. Instead, if you do want to sketch and play with planning ideas, just be loose with it. You know, draw a mud map or a bubble diagram to indicate how spaces and rooms need to be connected and arranged. Keep it rough and approximate. It's going to help you stay out of the detail and trying to make things millimetre perfect so early in your design process. Now, if you can spend time in the pre-design phase of a project thinking really carefully about how you want to create connection in and beyond your home, it's going to help you think about your home more holistically as opposed to you attacking it like a real estate list of rooms and spaces. You're instead going to be identifying how the whole home can work together to create a container that enables you and your family to live and be together in specific ways based on how you spend your time and the way you want to feel in your home. This in turn can actually help you build or renovate your home to have less space because you'll get everything working harder for you and you'll be far more intentional about it. And in doing so, you can do better with your budget and in the sustainability of your home as well. So 
here's a recap on how to consider connection before you begin your home design. And remember, you can download a free PDF transcript of this and the other four mini-sodes that are part of this series by heading to undercoverarchitect.com forward slash five steps. That's the number five steps. So tip number one, review functionality. Consider how you want your home to work and how the relationships between spaces and rooms in your home can best support that. Number two is consider the indoor-outdoor connections. Determine how and where you'll create connections between the interior and the exterior of your home to help with light, ventilation, spaciousness and your health and well-being. And number three is use this information to inform the overall layout. Start putting the jigsaw puzzle piece, pieces together as you establish the relationships that you wish to create both within and beyond your home. Now, as a reminder, if you're listening to this around the time of release, then be sure to join me for my free online workshop, Four Factors to Make or Break Your Project. You'll learn how you can make your project simpler and more successful, create a home that works and feels great and enjoy the experience overall. Check out the available times I'm running this workshop by heading to undercoverarchitect.com forward slash workshop. Now keep listening and join me for the next mini-sode in my special series where I'm going to be discussing step five, which is our last step before you begin your home design. As always, thank you for listening and for letting me be your secret ally. Until next time.